Welcome back to All I Know Is This, a podcast of First Presbyterian Church in Richmond, Virginia. I'm Amy Starr Redwine, a pastor and head of staff here at the church. And today I'm delighted to be talking to Janet Legro. Um, Janet has been here even less time than I have um, as our covenant pastor, which is simply a designation in our denomination to say that she is here for a specified term. Um, at this point, uh, it's a year, but she's been here for four or five months of that, that year with us. And um, Janet was brought in to do some specific work around outreach and faith formation as the church continues in, in a time of some transition. But I just am daily so grateful that Janet is here with us. She brings such a wealth of wisdom and experience in lots of areas of church life, in part because she's been doing this work of ministry for a long time. Um, Janet, welcome. Thank you. I would love for you to just start by sharing uh, with our listeners who may not know all of that experience that you've brought um, in churches, but also with schools and young people. Um, so would you tell us a little bit about your background? Sure. Thanks, Amy. Um, I feel the same way, how happy I am to be here at First Presbyterian Church. And this year was actually the 30th anniversary of my ordination. Wow. So I'm not going to go through it all. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not going to go through it all. But I have, over the years, worked in churches and in schools. I worked in a friend's school for 10 years as the Director of Spiritual Life and Community Service in Charlottesville, Tandem Friends School, and universities as a university chaplain. And I found over the years that I love teenagers and young adults, and so I'm really drawn to them and their parents and the struggles that they go through. And so um, currently, one of the things I'm doing in addition to working here is getting a master's in counseling and mm -hmm. hoping to do some work with families of young people. Well, that's wonderful. As a family with young people, <laughs> <laughs> we need people like you. And I know you're kind of a pastor to some of the pastors <laughs> on staff for that uh, very reason and, and with that experience. Now, I should say, in contrast to our, our last interview, which was Wilson Kennedy, who talked to us about growing up across the street from his Presbyterian church, he could see the steeple out his bedroom window. Um, you are not Presbyterian. I am not Presbyterian. An interloper. <laughs> so tell us about your denominational background. So I, I'm from New Hampshire and was raised in the United Church of Christ. Um, historically the Congregational Church, and so we are close siblings of the uh -huh. Presbyterians. But it's been interesting because I have, throughout my life, served in Episcopal churches, Presbyterian churches, then worked at a friend's school, UCC churches, and I have loved it. And actually, I studied comparative religion in college and in seminary. Mm -hmm. So I like lots of avenues of faith and really respect so many different traditions and love having the chance to learn. Yeah, that's wonderful. We have been in this podcast talking about this big concept of discipleship, which um, we are trying to get at 
with our winter gathering theme, All I Know Is This, speaking from the heart about life's big questions. Will you share with us your understanding of discipleship, how that's played out in your life of faith? Yeah, I think for me, discipleship really focuses on following Jesus. And so, and I think the big turning point for me in discipleship was when I learned the fact that disciple really means one who learns by small steps. And it was so relaxing and encouraging. I thought, oh, I can do this by small steps instead of having it all together at once. Mm. So those are the two things I try to hold on to is that my goal is to follow Jesus and to to figure out where he's calling me and how I can live in my life. And at the same time, I can do that by small steps, that I don't have to have it all done right now, but I can learn and grow, and I'm in process. So I guess that's what I... I love that definition. Mm-hmm. It is it to me that is so freeing. It's okay to do this one step, one small step at a time. Mm-hmm. I think it was Anne Lamont who said, I think it was one lily pad at a time. Yes. You know where you just go from you go from one place to the next place. And I think that is and it's that's something I admire about the Reformed tradition, that there that it's a process. Mm-hmm. And that change is possible, growth is possible. We don't have to have it all together right now. Well, and I I love Anne Lamott. And I think when she talks about those lily pads, she also talks about that you you generally only get to see the next one. You you don't necessarily know where the whole thing is going. Mm -hmm. And, you know, John Calvin also talks about we... We understand the providence of God in in retrospect. It's looking back that we can trace the larger journey, but mm-hmm. but where we are right now, it's often hard to see mm-hmm. exactly where it is we're going. So yeah. one small step, I like that. Uh, how about a theological concept that you learned in childhood that has stayed true for you into your adulthood and 30 years of mm-hmm. ordained ministry? <laughs> Well, I think um, for me, I would say the core belief I came away from my church growing up was what Christian community can be. I really had a powerful experience as a child of Christian community. Of I grew up in a very small town, and the church was the place we played. It was the place we ate. And my younger brother was very sick when I was um, young. And when that church took care of us, I think that was where my call to ministry came. I just, I think I realized this is what it's all about. This is what Jesus is talking about. This is what Christian community really is. And I feel like no matter what I struggle with in my ministry or in my faith, that never changes. Like, that's the foundation. If we can love each other, then we can take those steps. You know, we can fi- mm-hmm. we can figure the rest of the stuff out if we're really loving each other. 
Yeah, that's great. That brings to mind um, Jesus distilling all of the commandments into yeah. love God and love yeah. each other. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's wonderful. Uh, how about a question that remains unresolved mm-hmm. for you in your journey of faith? Okay, I'm going to lay it out there. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, money. Oh, say more. <laughs> I, I know, I know my Bible, and I know that Jesus spoke plainly and a lot about money. And it is something I struggle with. It's something I want desperately to follow his teachings on. And I know I don't always do it. It's something I feel like as a church we could tackle together and figure out, here's what he's telling us about money. How do we how do we share it? How do we redistribute it? What can we do personally and communally? I mean, I true confessions, you know, I'm I have a lot to figure out and these I think are really clear and very hard challenges that he gave to us. I don't have the answer, but I would love to have a small group. Like, (laughs) I would love to have a group of us really supporting each other while we figure it out. Oh, I would love to, um, (laughs) I would love to be part of that small group. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that is, I think, a difficult, a topic for so many of us. And you're right. When you dig into the Bible, you know, when we look at all of the things that either our denomination has struggled with over the years mm-hmm. or um, even the larger church, most of those burning issues Jesus does not have a lot to say about but Jesus has a lot to say about you know how we are faithful stewards of our resources and um and and that is a a complicated journey for many of us so I really appreciate you raising that question and Mm -hmm. um would love to see more conversation around that. And I think it's, um, you know, back to where we started a really valuable conversation for families, Mm -hmm. too. I know how much in our family we have struggled to just talk clearly and faithfully about our resources with our kids and how do we give them good Mm -hmm. practices around money and I know it's something that's come up in the larger church around stewardship because it's hard often when you when you look at a graph of of even giving in the church by age the younger you get the less you mm-hmm. give and so mm-hmm. how do we even um, you know talk about this in ways that are are going to be meaningful for for the next generations coming mm-hmm. up through the church so really grateful for you raising that question yeah and i just i just think that is an area where we we're asked to do hard work and as a church that's some place we can support each other to do the hard work of 
rebalancing the world. Mm. And so how can we do that? That's my big question. Yeah, <laughs> that's you. my big what question. What a great big question for, for me to sit with, I think for all of us to sit with. Um, Janet, I am so grateful you are here at First Presbyterian. I've learned so much from you already and I'm grateful for the work that you're doing and that you've taken the time to talk to me today. Um, just a reminder to everyone listening, you've got to go register for the winter gathering. It's going to be wonderful. Janet's been doing a lot of hard work and particularly around our day at Roslyn Center. I'm headed there today and it is gorgeous. If you have never been there, it is so gorgeous. We're going to have a great time. I, I mean, really, the just to be in the chapel there, which is so beautiful, um, and we'll start the Saturday with worship in the chapel, and then we'll get to hear from our, um, Pam Drizel, our Carson lecturer, a couple of times on the Saturday. But if you can't come for Saturday, you can come for Friday night, Valentine's mm -hmm. dinner here at the church. Chef Jason's going to cook us a wonderful meal. Um, and Janet brought us to Chef Jason, too. <laughs> My so, neighbor. Yeah, she gets credit for that. Um, and then Pam will also be preaching here on Sunday morning. So uh, if nothing else, be sure to come to church that Sunday. But um, go online and register if you're able to be with us that weekend, fpcrichmond.org slash gathering. And hopefully the next episode in our podcast will be an interview with Pam. So looking forward to getting her and giving people a chance to get to know her a bit before she's with us here. So thanks again, Janet. Great to have you. And I never know quite how to sign off. See you later. Yeah. See you soon. <laughs> See you soon.